tonight, I want you to turn to the book of Joel. Some people say Joel. Looks to me like Joel. But anyway, um, Joel or Joel. Well. And we're going to look at chapter 2. And uh, reading a few verses from verse 21 um, down to... Verse 28, that is, Joel, small book, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, verse 21, fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do Great things. Amen? 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 Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring. For the tree beareth her fruit, the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, Ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. And the floors shall be full of wheat. And the fats shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. The canker worm, the caterpillar, the palm worm. My great army, which I sent among you. And he shall eat in plenty. And be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God that hath dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed. And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall dream dreams. And your old men shall uh, dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to us. Father and God, we give you thanks for your word and for the precious promises in your word that you will provide for us and that you will see us through our difficulties and you will restore what the locust has eaten. You will do that which we cannot do of ourselves and for ourselves. Oh God, may your hand of protection be upon us. Thanking you for bringing us safely through this year as we come to the close of another year, dear Lord God, we 
look back and as it were, do a little stock taking. Be reminded of the challenges that you brought us through. What you're going to do in the future. Open our eyes that we may see wondrous things in your word. Learn to trust you and rely upon you for our needs. Save some lost soul. These mercies we ask to Christ our Lord. Amen. The ears are restoring the ears of the locusts. I'm hoping that just about everyone is well acquainted with the proverbial term restoring the ears that the locusts have eaten and trust that you are well acquainted with it. But I wonder how many truly understand what it means and uh, how it applies to us in our times. To fully understand and appreciate this terminology, we need to know a little more about the locusts and their mission. The locusts were used as a plague to teach Pharaoh a lesson. The first mention of the locusts was made in the uh, book of Exodus, chapter 10. And uh, this locust, it's like a grasshopper. But it is bigger than a grasshopper. And they can destroy large fields in a very short period of time. When Pharaoh saw and heard of the damage that the locusts had done in one night, he begged Moses to intervene and ask the Lord to remove those locusts out of Egypt. When they were through with the fields, the fields were looking as though that there was a fire. There is also mention of the locusts in the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 7. The sending of the locusts is a sign of God's judgment or the consequences of sin. It's a plague. Here in Joel we have a plague devouring Every green thing in their way. The fields, the wheat, the barley, the grapes, the olives, the corn, the figs, and every tree and everything that they could find. In a nutshell, locusts were agents of destruction. God is loving, caring. And it's God it is. And it is will, his will, that his people should 
prosper. But because of disobedience and rebellion, he allowed the locusts to come sometimes and cause destruction. However, he said, if my people shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and if they shall forsake their sins and turn unto me, I will restore that which the locust has eaten. It does not matter how dark the past has been. With God, there is a bright future. The question is, how many years of your life has the locust eaten up? The Lord is gracious and is merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. He wants to bless his people with an abundant life. But how many of God's people are enjoying the abundant life? Abundant life does not necessarily mean having a whole bunch of money in the bank. Because having a whole bunch of money in the bank <laughs> doesn't mean a lot really. And you know that it could disappear overnight. Somebody could hack into your account. Mr. Free, whatever his name is, um, 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 the crypto man, crypto um, currency man, lost somewhat $17 billion, and he said he don't know where he's gone. Well, I don't believe him. I mean, I think he know. I know. I think he know where he's gone. But he's been playing games. And he lost it. So money in the bank don't really mean a whole lot. Abundant life is God's blessings and God providing for you what you need daily. And after being a billionaire for just a couple of years, no, you're going to be sitting in jail for a long time. They're saying that this is worse than made off. And I can't even remember his name right now, but his name is almost like made off. You know, well, you know, not exactly, but how could anybody, I mean, trust that amount of money with this guy, really? And here he is, he don't know where the money gone. And so, money is very fleeting. But God's blessing is far better than money. Some people don't believe that. When we confess our sins, he is quick to forgive us of our sins and to fill our future with hope. The locusts will continue to eat up everything you have if you fail to turn unto the Lord. The matter is in your hands, Isaiah chapter 61, 1 to 7. We have all experienced the locusts over the past two years, the locusts of Corona. That is a locust. 
You think of all the things that this, what I call it, COVID-19 has eaten up. Two years of people's lives. Some people, three years. And you remember the organizers of it said that it was going to last for 10 years and it just might last for 10 years. You remember they said that, that this uh, locust, this coronavirus could last for up to 10 years. And every year, you're going to have to take at least two shots. Man, by the time they shoot you, keep shooting you, you're dead. <laughs> you remember in the beginning that they told us, once you take two shots of this, you can't catch corona again. As soon as you take two shots, they tell you, yeah, you could get it again, and you're going to have to take a... Um, um, what do I call it? What I used to call it a, a booster. A booster. Boy. <laughs> Listen. These boosters <laughs> only boost the delight out of your body. <laughs> and Lord help me. <laughs> After they say that, even though you take the two shots, you still could get it. I wanted to ask them, please, I'll come take out you something out of my hand. Take come back. Why? Why? Why did they lie to us? You think they didn't know that they were lying? You, did, you think that they didn't know from the beginning? And people, oh, the science, the science, and the scientists. Scientists falsely so-called. Falsely. Be careful with them people called scientists falsely so-called. Stay away from them. Bunch of liars, thieves and robbers. Robbers of our joy. Thank God for protecting his people. Well, very briefly. What has the locust eaten up for you? In some cases, the locust of this virus here has eaten up people's joy. The joy that the locust has robbed us from, the Lord is ready to Give it back to us. You restore it. Amen? The joy of the Lord is your strength. And truth be told, it affected all of us our joy, didn't it? Especially when the days they're telling you, stay in your house and don't come out. Boy, I said, thank God for my garden that I got on in my garden. Let anybody come there and tell me the stupidness. Man, listen. You think it was not all a plan to frustrate people? I sympathize with people who live in cities and they couldn't come out of the houses. And all the nonsense they talk about. Um, you have to wear two masks and three masks. You have to take this booster shot every six months. 
I wish to God that people would follow God's instruction like they follow these idiots' instructions. And everything they tell us, yeah, 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 yeah. When God tells us, do this or do that, we could tell I'm not ready yet. The locusts ate up for peace or peace of mind. But God will restore it. Peace I live with you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled and let it not be afraid. Psalm 23 and 3. He restored my soul. He restored my peace. He restored my joy. The devil is a liar and a robber. He wants to rob people of their joy. We want to claim double for what the devil has taken away from us through this locus. God be thanked that here in the Federation of St. Christian Nevis, that at least some were able to work and not everybody was as fortunate as others, that there were those who were not able to work, those who lost their job, especially in the hospitality industry and it saddened my heart, really, to see how this locust has eaten up some people's home, and marriages. And God is ready to restore it. Just like with Hosea and Goma, God was able to restore what the locusts, the proverbial locusts, had eaten up Hosea. Not only that, what have the locusts eaten up your blessings? Some people were robbed of their blessings. One way or the other. The joy of enjoying their family and their children. The joy of providing for their children. Some people lost it. Those who did not lose it, we want to Give God thanks. But some people take it for granted and they feel as though, oh, that's how it's supposed to be, you know. Thank God that you were able to work through that thing. Thank God that you were able to earn your salary. Some people were not so blessed. And up until this day, many people have not survived or get back to where they were financially. Some people lost their homes. What about your savings? Didn't the locusts eat up your savings? Not everybody. Again, some people were in position. Were they able to continue getting their salary in spite of the fact they may not have had to work? That's a blessing. But yet some people still complain. However, the Lord is ready to restore the savings that the locust called Corona has eaten up. Without God's favor, your money, as I said earlier, could disappear overnight. 
about your inheritance? Maybe the locust has eaten up your, your inheritance. Whatever it is that this locust has taken, God is able and God is capable of restoring it. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? No. Look at a few things here in these verses. In closing, look at verse 25, verse 26, and verse 28. Verse 25, or verses 25, 26, and 28. Let's look here. And all that the locust has eaten, he said, and I will restore to you the ears that the locust hath eaten, the canker worms, the caterpillars, the power worms, and the great army, which I sent among you, God allowed it to happen. And I am still convinced that God allowed, God did not create this coronavirus. But God allowed it to happen. That's just what I believe. And until it can be proven otherwise, I believe that it was created by man. Was it deliberate? I don't know. It could be. But, whether it was created deliberately or not, man created that virus. Take my word for it. And God allowed it to happen. I beg God when I heard, uh, heard of it early in March and February and January, I prayed, God, please don't let it happen. And the reason why I believe it is because they made a movie of it. Some of you may have seen it. I did not see it. My son told me about it. That they made this movie. And I refuse to watch it really because I'm not a movie lover. I'm not a movie lover. And I'm not a television person. Because all of it, you know, is pure man-made stuff. And uh, most of it is so violent. I just cannot watch the violence in movies. Of the killing and you know, I, I just can't sit and look at it. Listen, I could hardly sit and watch the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and the violence that was perpetrated on him. I just cannot watch it the way the master was treated. And all this pow, 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 pow. You expect me to sit down and watch that? And swallow all that foolishness. And people can sit down hours and watch it. And no wonder you have criminals and cold-blooded people. And they have no respect and regard for life. After you watch all that shooting and bam, 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 bam. You feel as though you want to do it also. Do not let your children watch that nonsense. People can sit down with your children and watch all that garbage and laugh. God help us that we have become so cold and callous and indifferent. Verse 26, quickly. And he shall eat in 
plenty. Amen? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Plenty turkey and ham and chicken and salad and okras and, and be satisfied and ice cream and smoothie and, and praise the name of the Lord your God. Amen. And I've dealt wonderfully with you and prosper you. And my people shall never be ashamed. Amen. Amen. This virus that was perpetrated on us, but it has eaten up many churches. Do you know up until now, many churches in the United States particularly do not have night services. All they have is a Sunday morning service, not Sunday school. think this was not designed to hurt the people of God and the work of God? I have news for you. But brethren, God's people don't have to be ashamed. Verse 28, it says, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. This is prophecy now. That is being fulfilled in our time that the Spirit of God, which was given in part back then, is now poured upon all flesh. And when it's upon all flesh, it means upon all those who receive Jesus Christ as Lord. Those who are not uh, saved, the Spirit is not poured out upon them, but the Spirit speaks to them. But the filling of the Holy Spirit comes to the people of God, and God has done that. The people of God need to understand that we are filled with the Holy Spirit. And God living in us, we ought to live righteously and godly. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. And your young men shall see visions. But man, this generation is so blighted by sin. They just cannot see the visions that God is giving to them. They all, you know, going after things that are going to make them high and make them feel good and miss out the Holy Spirit of God in their lives. So many go back and walk no more with Christ. What a shame. May they be able to come back. Those of you who are faithful, continue to be faithful. God has a blessing in store for you. And the locust, what the locust has eaten up this year and last year and the year before, Jesus Christ does not come, brethren. Let us hope for great things in the coming year. The health of some had been eaten up by the locusts called coronavirus. There's some people who have what they call long COVID. See, the pastor of the um, Crossroad Baptist Church, he's still suffering was a big, strong, tall guy. Lord, forgive me. Pastor. Oh. Guy. Brother. Saint. Reverend. Pastor. Where did this guy come from? That's not a part of my vocabulary. Get away from me. 
And he caught the coronavirus. And with his health issues that he had, he's still suffering. And he used to preach. And he don't stand up one place. And he just, you know, and he has a, had a very good memory, just about know every passage in the Bible and he quote. And he don't preach with outline. And he preach and he give you first point, the second point, and he goes down. And he just, you know, energetic and down the island, up and down. And because of coronavirus, he has lost perhaps half, half of his memory. He just can't remember anything anymore, hardly. He cannot stand up and preach. He preached on Sunday morning only. And he has to sit down on a stool and preach on Sunday morning. The locust has eaten up that man's memory. And I know what it is to lose your memory. It affects the people differently. I lost my memory after the surgery that I had. And they would give me a message and they'd tell me, so-and-so call, your friend back from so-and-so call. And I couldn't like, who is that? Brethren, at one time I had problems remembering the books of the Bible. My memory was, you know, and I have not retained my memory as yet as, you know, as I, like, all my quoting verses and all the Bible verses that I knew and, you know. I know the verses, but where they found, I still have not retained that as yet. And so I know and understand what the pastor is going through. A man who never... Maybe have his outline, but he don't stand up behind the pulpit and he don't look at the outline. And he could give you his points. Point one, point two, and every scripture. And that locust has eaten up the man's memory. His strength. I spoke to Pastor Wayne and I asked him, how is you? He said, listen, he's about as thin as me. You know, Pastor Wayne. You know, Pastor Wayne is real thin. Small body. This guy was a big bodied guy Guy. Where is guy you come from tonight? <laughs> Satan, get in behind me. My brother, my good friend, pastor, reverend. He was, you know, about six feet tall, about 200 and something pounds. As a matter of fact, his brother is over 300 pounds. Big body guy, big body. <laughs> I think it's time to go. <laughs> but the locust, here it is, is eating up my mind here tonight and putting things in my mind that I don't like. Now, if you think I'm making fun, brethren, this is not a part of the message. The message is over. I have here written in my Bible, in the front of my Bible. I have some notes written in here. And one of them is in red. And it says here, Brethren, beloved, no folks, no fellas, no guys. I am not supposed to refer to anybody as guys. See, I'm telling you the truth. This has been it's written in here since November 1999. Stop calling people folks, fellas, and guys. You know why I put it there? A person from another church called me, said to me, Pastor Maynard, why is it that you Baptist people refer to each other as guys and folks? 
I never noticed it. And I said, wow. And I took his admonition. I said, you know what? From here on, I'm not going to refer to my brothers and sisters as folks, fellas, and guys. Brethren, beloved saints. And here this tonight here, I come here with all this guy. I refer to my past, fellow pastor as a guy. Lord, please forgive me for breaking my promises. I don't, I think it's very distasteful. I don't like it. And I took that admonition. I took note of it. I never used to notice it that we used to call others guys and folks until the person asked me, why do you Baptist people refer to your brothers and sisters as folks and guys? It's something we try to stop and cut out. It doesn't sound good. And here I'm saying it. But let me tell you something. God is going to restore. And I'm praying for my brother that he will receive and his strength return because it's a man, a young man who I admire and the massive memory that he had that he could preach a message without even looking at his notes and quote the scriptures and the power and energy with which he did it. And I just want to cry every time I think of the fact that he's now about a hundred and something pounds. And he cannot stand up behind the pulpit to preach. The devil has robbed that man of his strength. And I pray to God that my brother receive the strength that the locust has eaten up. I pray to God that God will return your finances, brothers and sisters, brethren, that God will return your finances that the locusts have eaten up, your strength, your health, your peace, your joy, your home. God has promised and is faithful to keep his promise. Let's trust God in the coming year to restore the years that the locusts have eaten.